Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's me. Often people will say sort of a summary of the Bible is about God's people in God's place, experiencing God's blessing. And uh, um, Solomon was sort of the key point, uh, the high point in the Old Testament of God's people in God's place, experiencing God's blessing. Yet yesterday we heard, if you were um, here, of um, Solomon's sin, turning away from the Lord. And the passage today is just the next chapter, 1 Kings chapter 12. And we basically find out how things went downhill in the whole of the Old Testament from that point. Solomon died. His son, Rehoboam, uh, becomes king. And the question really, uh, in the very next chapter, one of the first questions for Rehoboam as he starts um, being king, is how should he treat Jeroboam and his people? Jeroboam had sort of uh, gone off um, uh, away from Solomon earlier. And the question is, how should he treat, uh, for Rehoboam, how should he treat Jeroboam and his people? And we'll pick up the story in verse 3 of 1 Kings chapter 12. Let me read that, and it's there on the screen so you can see it as well. It says, so they sent for Jeroboam, and he and the whole assembly of Israel went to Rehoboam and said to him, your father put a heavy yoke on us, that's Solomon, but now lighten the harsh labour and the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. Rehoboam answered, go away for three days and then come back to me. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam consulted the elders who had served his father Solomon during his lifetime. How would you advise me to answer these people, he asked. They replied, if today you will be a servant to these people and serve them and give them a favourable answer, they will always be your servants. But Rehoboam rejected the advice the elders gave him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him and were serving him. And he asked them, what is your advice? How should we answer these people who say to me, lighten the yoke your father put on us? And the young men who'd grown up with him replied, these people have said to you, your father put a heavy yoke on us, but make our yoke lighter. Now tell them my little finger is thicker than my father's waist. My father laid on you a heavy yoke. I will make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips. I will scourge you with scorpions. So uh, there you get what's going on, hopefully, um, that uh, he's getting advice from uh, two groups of people. First of all, Rehoboam's getting advice from his dad's advisors. And they, and they say, uh, be kind to Jeroboam and his people. Um, don't, don't treat them too harshly. Uh, lighten their load. And then he goes to get the advice um, from the young bucks who'd grown up with him. um, And they say, make it far harsher for Jeremiah and his people. Um, uh, uh, You were scourged with whips. I'm going to scourge you with scorpions. Make it tougher. Make it more difficult. Um, And what's the result? Uh, um, Rehoboam chooses to go with the advice of his uh, young friends rather than the advice of the elders of his father. And uh, let me just continue the story a bit. Next slide. uh, And verse 16 says this. When all Israel saw that the king refused to listen to them, they answered the king. What share do we have in David? What part in Jesse's son? To your tents, Israel. Look after your own house, David. So the Israelites went home. But as the Israelites who were living in the towns of Judah, uh, as for the Israelites who were living in the towns of Judah, Rehoboam still ruled over them. King Rehoboam set out, sent out Adoniram, who was 
uh, in charge of forced labour, but all Israel stoned him to death. King Rehoboam, however, managed to get into his chariot and escape to Jerusalem. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. Uh, quite a story there, uh, but um, just uh, what it's uh, showing us is the point in the Old Testament where the kingdom of Israel divides between the northern kingdom, Israel, uh, with Jeroboam and all his um, compatriots, and the southern kingdom, Judah, uh, which um, Rehoboam uh, continues to look after. And basically, from that moment on in the Old Testament, there is a general downwards trajectory till Jesus. Um, and I think just want to say two things from that before we turn to pray. Uh, first thing, and sort of on a micro level, uh, I, I think that there may be something in that passage about the wisdom of age, um, that the older advisors uh, of um, Solomon's um, show, show wisdom. Don't try and sort of show we're so macho. Um, let's be really tough. Uh, but they are older and wiser um, in many, many ways. Um, and... Um, uh, so there's something in that. I think probably it, it's more uh, more sort of um, all-encompassing is that not so much the wisdom of age, but the wisdom of treating people kindly rather than being harsh to make our mark. And that's what uh, is going on there. Uh, they're saying, be harsh to make your mark. And actually, the wisdom there in that situation was treat people kindly and they will be kind back to you. And um, it's a simple truth. Um, it's a wise truth and, and maybe it's a truth that some of us need to hear uh, in whatever particular situations we are in uh, today. So I think that's the sort of micro level thing that we learn from that passage. At the macro level, I think we just see it's a reminder of the power of sin, uh, a reminder of the consequence of sin and a reminder of the need for a saviour. Um, that that is the whole trajectory of what is going on throughout the Old Testament. Things that look good um, through uh, David and through Solomon, uh, like things were on the up here, were uh, the kings in charge um, who um, were good in many ways, but none of them were without sin. And then things go downhill and downhill. And we need a king who is without sin. And we know that king, our saviour, the Lord Jesus. So it's just a reminder again um, that we need Jesus. And I thought just to um, sort of turn to prayer, I just the, the verse that I was reminded of in the New Testament as I was preparing this um, was um, this verse in 1 Peter, 1 Peter 3, verse 15. Um, but in your hearts, uh, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. And um, just on the macro level of the need for a saviour, the need for Jesus, uh, that verse just saying us, reminding us, to, uh, um, to, uh, give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. The reason we have hope is because we have a saviour called Jesus. That's the macro thing. And then in the micro thing, as we said, um, doing things um, uh, kindly, not harshly. Uh, and the challenge there, we're just reminded in this verse, do this in, given to, in terms of giving our answer with gentleness and respect. So I wonder, just to begin with, uh, with this verse up, um, 1 Peter 3, verse 15, uh, it'd be great for us to just spend some time um, thanking God for the hope that we have. So we're going to turn to prayer now. And we did indeed pray into that verse, 1 Peter 3, verse 15. We thank God for the hope that we have in the Lord Jesus. And we prayed that we can speak um, of that hope with gentleness and with respect. Uh, both as individuals, with our families, friends, colleagues, neighbours, but also as a church, uh, thinking of our Alpha courses running at the moment, thinking of Alpha at Breakfast Club as well.
We then turned uh, to pray in 1 Timothy 2, verses 1 and 2, and praying for our government leaders at this time, uh, with COVID rates rising, uh, with um, the uh, brutal murder of Sir David Amos. And so we prayed for government leaders at this time. And then finally, we prayed into um, just the response to uh, Vision Sunday, uh, from the last two Sundays, Vision Sundays with Jonah. And we also prayed for today's Wednesday lunchtime communion. Thanks so much for praying.